Hello and welcome to Prosecco Party Podcast. My name is Isabel, engineer by day and podcaster by night. And I'm Lindy, serial entrepreneur and health enthusiast. In case you haven't heard, Lindy is getting married. <laughs> so we wanted to do an episode about wedding planning here on Prosecco Party Podcast. But before we even get to wedding planning, we figured we'd have a little fun episode about how to find the person you're going to marry in the first place. Yeah, this is going to be so fun. Um, we're going to do another one of our famous rapid fire question and answer episodes. And this time it's all about finding your soulmate, life partner, slash hubby, whatever you want to call them. Nowadays, a couple disclaimers first though. Uh, we are not relationship, love, or life coaches at all. So take what we're saying purely for your entertainment and with a grain of salt. Yes, ma'am. I think the only qualifications we really have is our experience because we have dated around a lot and we, through trial and error, we finally found our <laughs> uh, <laughs> person that we were meant to be with and Lindy's getting married and I'm married, etc. Um, Second disclaimer is that we are cis gender heterosexual women so we'll mainly be talking about our experiences with men who were also heterosexual to the best of our knowledge at the time i mean you never know I yeah think. how yeah. politically correct of you isabel <laughs> thank you you're welcome we also asked you guys on our instagram a few questions uh, on our facebook stories some of our rapid fire questions so we'll be sharing your answers with us today but first we always have to have a little girl talk to kick off our podcast. What are we drinking today, Lindy? Wow. <laughs> I went all out today. I made a watermelon strawberry margarita. I love it. That looks so delicious. Mm. <laughs> Cheers. Okay. I have my Perrier. Cheers. Perrier. <laughs> if I can't have sparkling wine, I can have my sparkling water. Wow. And I used um, stevia instead of real sugar. So this is also good for the hips. Wow. <laughs> that is Miss Health Nut branding right there. Mm -hmm. So, Lindy, yeah. what is new with you? Well, I'm very, I feel like I'm getting a little bit back to normal because I finally got my hair done. And my stylist said, these are the longest roots I've ever seen on you. They were literally like three inches long. So, <laughs> you yeah. look so good today, by the way. You look so pretty. I love the hair. I love the top. I love the jewelry. Ooh, thank you. I love your jewelry as well. We're matching, or we're wearing matching bracelets, and your hair is always beautiful as always. Beautiful and boring and straight, but thank you. <laughs> and I feel really relaxed because I was in uh, Kelowna, so here that's where the mountains are a lot of people go there for their summer vacations it's, it has a nice lake a lot of boating nice weather so i was there for about three weeks and i got to relax and i started a course in forex which is um foreign exchange currency trading it so i've been busy with that it's a lot of homework and i'm usually doing it like a couple hours a day at least that's pretty much what's new with me and look at you all nerding it up hey <laughs> I know, I just thought I was really wasting my quarantine time. So I just thought, you know, let's make the best of this and come out of it more knowledgeable, make a more moolah, baby. <laughs> yes, I love it. You're so motivated. Thanks. I, well, you are too, Isabel. But right now, you are all about baby, baby, baby. What's happening with Isla? 
Yes, it is all about baby, baby, baby right now. I am not motivated at all. All the podcasts I've been listening to have been like gossip podcasts and celebrity news and fun stuff. So yeah, just changing diapers, feeding the baby, dressing the baby, taking a lot of photos, taking a lot of video. <laughs> it's it's full on and all encompassing. Right now my mom is watching Isla while we're recording. So thank you, mom. And I think she listens and watches us uh, our show regularly. So hey, mom. Hey. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm starting to lose my hair. So this happens to everybody, all the postpartum women, I believe, because you actually like get a lot of hair during your pregnancy with all the hormones and you have like all these luscious locks going on but then it falls off when the hormones drop so I was like washing my hair yesterday in the shower and it just like oh started to come off it was it, it's it's not looking too good uh. that's crazy I had no idea that that happens like clumps yeah yeah it's not like coming out in clumps for me just yet, but whenever I'm like washing the conditioner off or shampoo off, it's definitely coming out in my fingers. And I don't have very much hair to begin with because it's very thin and fine. So it's, it's a little sad, but I did want to like share a hack. It's kind of gross, but um, to prevent the hair from clogging your shower drain, what I do is when I am washing my hair with my fingers, and it's coming off on my fingers. I stick it on the shower wall. <laughs> and I just like, don't put it down the drain. Just kind of just like, keep like sticking it in one spot on the shower wall. And when I'm done showering, I just like wipe it up, wipe it up with a toilet paper or a tissue. And then um, it's not down the drain. Okay, I think that this is a common problem, not for pregnancy, but just for blondes in general that bleach their hair every three months. Because I always have, when I wash my hair, I always have like handfuls and then I put it on the shower wall because I don't want to clog my drain. And you do that too? Yes, I do. I've done that for years. And you know what's funny? If you don't pull it out with your hands, if you let the water wash it off, it gets stuck like you can pull out a clump like from your butt crack. <laughs> totally. Exactly. So best to get it out of your fingers instead of out of your butt crack. <laughs> it's so gross, but yeah, I always forget to take it out of the shower. Brett's always like, get your hair off the shower walls, it's so disgusting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is pretty disgusting if you forget to do that. That's too funny. I'm so glad I shared. I've been dealing with that for many years now. So welcome to the club. <laughs> This is so good. And it's good that it is skinny because that brings us to the Skinny Spa here in Calgary offers non-invasive fat loss solutions, including fat freezing and lipo laser. With prices starting at just $249, it's easier than ever to get that summer bod of your dreams. Book today at theskinnyspa.ca. Yes, and JetRow Real Estate, your Calgary real estate agent. Buying or selling your home, thinking about investing in real estate, visit jetrow.com to get in touch with Jet. That's J-E-T-T-R-A-O.com. Get a free home evaluation and check out his videos to help you buy your first home. Check out JetRow for details. Yeah. So let's get to the rapid fire Q&A. Pew, 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 pew. Well, okay, I'll ask you, where did you meet your significant other? I at the University of Calgary, OPA, Greek fast food chain. <laughs> it was exam season. I was getting a, I don't know, a souvlaki sort of thing. And I saw him with another friend of ours and that mutual friend or acquaintance 
introduced us and the rest is history. Oh, we found out that we were in the same class together in university. He was in my, all my classes from like then on. Yeah, that's how I thought you guys initially met is because you were in the same class, but I didn't know you met at a OPA before that. Yeah, totally. So where did you first meet Brett Lindy? He had seen me on our mutual friend Sasha's Facebook way before we even met. And he told his friend Bradley that he wanted to meet me and he was excited to meet me. So when I came to visit to Calgary, we went out one night to a pub called Fats. And that's where we met. I guess he told me um, I put my hand on his leg the first night we met. I don't remember doing that, but I mean, it's not impossible. How flirtatious of you. I guess, and I didn't remember doing that, but I guess it worked because now we're engaged. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Wow, he was stalking you and on Sasha's Facebook page for, he was a fan before actually even meeting you. That's really sweet. Yeah, and I didn't even know about him until I saw him. Hmm. <laughs> Facts though, that's an old school bar. Wow, we're yeah. really aging ourselves here. It's gone now, but... Our friend Sasha, that I met my current fiance through, initially met her husband at a strip club when we were in Kelowna. So, <laughs> so you can really meet anyone anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it just goes to show strip clubs might not be ideally the best place to meet, but our good friend has a husband out of it now. It happens. Yeah, it worked out positively for her. Mm -hmm. So, Next question is, where does one find or meet people nowadays? Where are the places to meet people other than online? We're not talking about online here. If you want to learn more about online, we talked all about online dating in, I think, what, episode three? Yeah, something like that. Tinder fails and tainted love with our friend Suzanne. Yeah, I've never actually done the online dating because I was always uh, coupled up and I haven't been single when that started. But um, as far as meeting people, yeah, I would say um, school, university, a lot of people meet like you and Jet. And I would also recommend, I don't do it myself, but I've known a lot of people that are into sports. So if they play softball or volleyball, any type of sporting clubs, it's uh, easier to meet a guy that way because you guys both have the same um, ideas of activities that you like to do. You already have that in common. Well, as far as bars and clubs, it's possible and it happens all the time, but it's a little less personal and I think more uh, one night stands happen. Totally agree. Yeah, I've never had like a decent de date or boyfriend from somebody I've met at a bar or a club. You can meet people for sure, but it's nothing really like in depth. It's all very superficial and usually just like a one night stand or a one date sometime and, and then that's pretty much it there's like no other commonality between you and that person and I totally agree with the school like I know so many classmates who married their university boyfriend and sports clubs that is such a good idea I totally agree but you know it's it you don't necessarily have to have the same like common interests as your mate I know I don't really have much common interest with Jet. It was like a work in progress for us to find something in common. We had nothing in common at first, just engineering because we were in the same classes. So then we had to like take snowboarding lessons together. So now we snowboard together. And then we took golf lessons together. So now we golf. But like it was that, that was like years in. There was absolutely nothing we had in common at first. Yeah. Me and 
Brett as well. He does a lot of sports that I have no skill in at all. So you used to play softball though. I remember a picture of you and like a little bat and some shoes, cleats. Yeah, Sasha and I, and I think her sister Freyba filled in for some girls uh, on their mixed softball team. Um, but as they were late, I guess, and as soon as they showed up, we got the boot. And oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> oh we do have one answer from our instagram stories for this our where to meet people from terry he says these days people are losing their social skills everyone is used to online dating and texting nobody knows how to hold a conversation i miss old school dating today there are so many options how can you actually take the time to get to know someone when you're already matched with 10 others society is all about instant gratification now once it loses its appeal, it's on to the next. No wonder divorce rates are high and relationships are falling apart. Oh, he speaks the truth. Totally. That is so true nowadays. And I've never heard of any of my friends doing a Tinder date or a Bumble date where the guy comes up to the door and brings flowers. Like, that's just non-existent anymore. No. Sad. Sad world we're living in. I know. It's so sad. The chivalry is gone, I think. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So I guess in regards to that, what standards should you set when looking for the one? Hmm. Reasonable standards, I'd like to say. I mean, of course, we'd all like to find our prince charming or be like Meghan Markle and, you know, catch a prince and become like royal and then not become royal. But it, yeah, but reasonable standards are good. Like, for me, it was somebody who, I needed to have somebody who was university educated, so that was one standard. It's good to kind of like, you know, have some standards to weed people out, because um, there are so many people out there, you know, and you have to have, you know, you have to have dignity, you have to, you have to know what you want. Um, but that being said, I think you don't necessarily need to have a type because that really narrows it down completely or too much. Um, if I were to stay with my type of guy, I would not have ever been with Jet. I mean, I remember scrolling through Facebook and seeing, like, looking at his pictures and, like, thinking, like, could I ever see myself with this guy? He was, like, not and someone I've ever, ever dated before. So, yeah, it's a balance of being open-minded and open to new relationships um, and also keeping your standards and, and set, giving yourself, you know, someone that, that is worth you. What do you think, Lindy? I totally agree. I think um, before my, t I didn't really have a type, but a certain guy I would go for and be attracted to was stereotypical where I The lived. BC boy? Yeah, so basically it's just muscular tattoos, um, you know, driving a nice car with a music cloud. Like that was back in the day and um those guys uh in my situation just ended up being cheaters um so i think my type has changed over the years but basically what i uh the standards that i look for is just um that they have a job like a career not just a job something that they're motivated to obtaining someone that's motivated in life in general because i feel like i'm always thinking and doing things and i want someone else to do that as well so career for sure looks are important but they're not the most important i think if you guys get along on a personal level and you can communicate and have fun with this person I think that is more important those are good it's so important to have like the same level of 
I don't know, ambitiousness as your husband? Because if you're just, you know, fine with lazing around and going through the motions and doing your thing at home, then, then you can totally have a man who is just lazing around with you and you're doing something together. But if one of you is kind of off and one of you is a little bit more ambitious than the other, then it's kind of a, it's, it's kind of an off balance type of situation. I agree. I think you guys have to be kind of moving in like a similar direction in life, just mentally. Otherwise, I, I just don't think like your goals, if your goals don't match and you're not moving in the same direction, I, I in my experience, it just hasn't worked out. It's funny how you mentioned nice car because the one thing that Jet had going for him <laughs> when we were first dating was that he had a nice car. And then like two weeks into dating him, he crashes it. And then we were rolling around in some like beat up little rental that was so unglamorous. So before, like the first two weeks, I was like feeling so good being, you know, taken to school with our nice little car or his nice little car. And then, yeah, after that, it was wah, wah. <laughs> yeah, that's but I stuck with him. It was true love. That's definitely true love. Yep. Yep. But Lindy, my next question is, are you the jealous type? Um, I'm not so much anymore, but when I was younger, in my mid to early 20s, I was very jealous. <laughs> um, I just always uh, was suspicious, thought my boyfriend was cheating on me, which he was. Um, so maybe there was a reason for it. But um, yeah, I did crazy things. Like I would go through his phone, I would call the girls in his phone and um, blame them uh, for like cheating with him. And any jealous thing you could have done was me. Like I, one time he came home for five minutes to get something and then he was going out to meet a girl, I was sure, but he was actually going to work. So I like jumped off our balcony and like stood in front of the car. We were on the second level. So that was probably the craziest jealous thing I've done. <laughs> okay, you were one of those crazy jealous bees. <laughs> yeah, but um, now I just, yeah, uh, Brett doesn't really give me any reason to be jealous. I don't ever feel like he's lying to me or doing anything shady. So yeah, I just don't really have a reason to be now and I don't feel jealous at all. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I don't feel jealous anymore, but I think it comes with maturity because thinking about me with my first boyfriend, I was so much more needy. I was, I think it was jealous because I would be, he did hide once going to a movie with a couple of girlfriends because I thought he thought I'd be jealous, but yeah, I was really, really angry and but I mean, he hit it in the first place. So he gave me like a reason to be jealous. Well, now we're in such secure relationships that there's really no reason to be jealous, but you know, we're also secure in ourselves that if there's a hot girl kind of walking, crossing our paths, we're not like, Oh my God, Jet, don't look <laughs> only have eyes for me. It's like, it, you know, it doesn't really bother me. I don't know if it bothers you or anything, Wendy. Yeah, like if there's a hot girl walking by, I'll kind of look at him to see if he's looking, but not out of jealousy, just to make a joke out of it. And then he'll <laughs> laugh, but it doesn't usually happen. He usually won't look because he'll know I'm looking at him to see if he's looking, so. <laughs> For me, I think I'm the first person to look at a hot girl who passes and be like, hmm, I wonder what she's wearing. Oh, she looks really nice today. What do you think, Jet? Yeah, it's just natural, I think. And if you're secure in your relationship, then it's just funny. Good answers. Yeah. So, Isabel, do you believe in soulmates? Not necessarily. Um, I believe we can have multiple soulmates. So, I mean, there's, what, six billion people on the planet out there mm -hmm. to think that there's only this one 
person soulmate that you are meant to be with and that you meant to couple with it's I don't think is really a reasonable thought I guess but you know not necessarily soulmates being all romantic you can have like a best friend who's a soulmate too or your sister or your cousin can be a soulmate so yeah I I would say now that Jet is definitely my soulmate but you know I could also have a friend who's a soulmate it's not I guess I do believe in it but not being totally exclusive with that term what do you think Lindy do you believe in soulmates yeah I totally agree with you like my first boyfriend when I was younger like 17 I thought we were soulmates we were just so in love and this is the way life is supposed to be and then he cheated on me so I'm like if that's a soulmate then I don't believe in them anymore I think yeah there's just so many people in the world I think people want to believe in soulmates because it's like a romantic idea and you grow up watching um fairy tales and stuff like that so it's kind of like ingrained in your subconscious that you know, you have to find the one. But I think the more you relate with someone, the more you get along, the more things you have in common, um, that could turn into a soulmate. Uh, I don't think there is just one. And I think it's kind of naive to just go in life, you know, getting rid of people that are maybes just to find like someone that you think should make you feel 100% like it's your soulmate and complete in this crazy infatuation feeling. I think you can make someone your soulmate. Oh yeah, that's a good point. We have a couple responses to that. Sasha says 100% believing in soulmates and <laughs> Shiva says absolutely with four exclamation points, but I'm sure, you know, if we get more of an explanation from them, they'll be happy to um kind of delve into all the details and why they think that that they believe in soulmates. But they're not here right now. They didn't they didn't give us any more details though. Yeah, they're definitely more romantic type of women. I can do True. But I'm realistic as well. <laughs> I'm not very romantic, unfortunately. You're very romantic. What are you talking about? You and Brett, you're always doing things together, romantic things and dates and stuff. Yeah, we can be if we put the effort in for sure. It is nice to be like that once in a while, but a little too much is too much. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lindy, do you believe in love at first sight? I think there can definitely be a very strong attraction and uh, extreme lust at first sight, but I don't think you can know for sure if you're in love with someone at first sight. <laughs> and, yeah, agreed. At least I've never really felt it myself. It, definitely lust at first sight, but not love at first sight. I think love is a much more deeper feeling and it's something that grows on and on. I mean, when I first saw Jet, I was looking through his Facebook pictures thinking like, oh, can I be with him? It, it wasn't love at first sight, but once I got to know him and started, you know, really spending more time with him and just learning all about him, then, you know, we quickly fell in love. Yeah, I think love is just something that grows. And to say you have love at first sight, imagine you met someone the first day and you told them you love them like that, would be a little cuckoo. <laughs> You'd have to have like, you'd have to be on the same page. You'd have to be like completely equally romantic. Like, oh, I love you. Oh my God, I love you too. First day. You know, they'd have to be the same like type of romantic person. That is very true. Um, we have very polarizing audiences here with our responses. Sasha said, hell yeah, definitely there's love at first sight. And our friend Suzanne said, F-U-C-K, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. 
yeah. not believe in love at first sight. Um, There's Sasha again being the hopeless romantic. Yeah, that's Sasha. That's our friend Sashi. Not hopeless, I should say. The beautiful romantic. Yes. Um, okay, so what is one really good relationship tip that you live by, Isabel? Don't live with a person until you're engaged. <laughs> that is, at least it worked for me. I mean, I knew I wanted to get married. I knew I wanted to get engaged first. And Jet and I were still living separately at the time. And I didn't want him, I wanted to give him like some motivation to um, propose to me. And I knew he wanted to live with me. So I was like, okay, you know, what? that was just like a rule, a standard that I made not to live with somebody unless you're engaged because then you really know that that person, the guy is committed and he wants to live with you or be with you for the rest of his life. Um, and then you can move in together and you can like test it out. And if it doesn't work out, God forbid, you can always return the ring and go your separate ways. Um, I didn't want to just like live with a person and then like wait and wait and wait for a ring because I wanted, I wanted that ring. I wanted to get married. So that was like extra motivation for him to, to <laughs> propose to me. Huh. Yeah, have you or Jet lived with uh, significant others before each other? No, not at all. We, uh, we were actually living with our parents before living together. So when he proposed, then we started like looking for a place, buying furniture. Um, it was all an experience to um, our first experience together. So it was really nice. Yeah, that's really good advice because uh, all my ex-boyfriends I've lived with and we obviously weren't engaged or getting married and they all ended badly. So maybe that is really good advice. <laughs> maybe, but I mean, you had all these fun experiences with them, I'm sure. And, you know, you shared a life together, right? So can't take away those experiences either, all the good experiences. That is true. You live and learn and you grow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think you have to be confident and secure in yourself first and love yourself and not rely on someone as a relationship partner to fulfill what you don't have in yourself. You have to be a whole person to love someone. And then it's just an equal love. Like you both don't uh, expect too much from each other, except just love and what couples should give each other, if that makes sense. That's good. Work on yourself. Make sure you love yourself and you're a whole person before you let somebody else into your life. Yes. And I think it's important and necessary for you each to have your own lives, like go to work, maybe have an activity that you don't do together. Because if you do everything together all the time, um, you just have nothing to talk about or excitement when you do see each other uh, at the end of the day. So I think that's important, like kind of live your own lives and have a balance of um, your own time, friendship time, activities, do activities together, but then like come together and then share your experiences. And then it's not just completely boring, I think. Totally. I agree. That's what I really loved with um, Jet as well, that we had our own separate lives, I guess before we were married, because now that you're married, you kind of like kind of meld together. But <laughs> before you get married, it's nice to have your own thing. And then you come together and have stuff to talk about and stuff to um, experience together as well when you are together. Yeah, exactly. And like Brett has so many sports that he plays. We just do our own kind of thing, come together, and then we do some stuff together. So I think that's important. It's a good balance. Yeah, independent yet dependent on each other. Yes.
And your sister had some good advice. She's, her name is Jessica. She said, pick your battles. If he was already cleaning or doing dishes, don't complain that he's not doing it properly. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> That's one. Especially since Jet is the cleaner around here. And yeah, if I'm if I want something super duper duper clean, then I might have to clean it myself, but he does a really good job and I can't complain. He's the one, he's the one vacuuming. He's the one dusting. Just be appreciative and yeah, don't be nitpicky. Yeah, I totally agree. Like Brett will vacuum and do his fair share of the cleaning. We, there has been a few situations where I would cook and then he'd put his plate just in the sink and then I would have to clean up. So I had to be a little firm a little while ago and say, you know, if one of us cooks, then the other cleans. Or if we cook together, we both clean together. Like it just has to be more fair because, you know, I'm not his mom. Yeah, you have to set expectations and rules exactly. and jobs. Exactly. I did get a response from Marie on Instagram. She also says, um, always be present with one another, which is nice. Not just on your phones or in a different mind space. Mm -hmm. When you're together, be together and be involved. That makes sense. And then our friend Sasha, again, she says, go to bed angry. Not don't go to bed angry. Go to bed angry. You won't feel as heated the next day. You'll be rested and more likely to stick to the point. <laughs> that's I actually had to read that a couple times I was like yeah don't go to bed angry and then wait go mm -hmm. to bed angry wait what yeah and that totally makes sense because you know you're cooler you're, you're you cool off overnight and you're a bit more logical you're not so heated up from the argument and you can discuss you know more like mature adults the next day yeah that actually makes a lot of sense and you're not just um like trying to argue anymore you're maybe trying to get over the argument like okay let's figure this out let's get on with our day yeah, exactly. And finally, we've got a advice from Terry. He says, best advice ever, dot, dot, dot. Treat your relationship like a garden. Water it every day and nurture it and watch it grow. Neglect it and watch it die. <laughs> That's really good advice. Like water your own grass and don't worry about what other people are doing over there with their grass. Just water yours and let it flourish and grow. Yep, the grass is greener where you water it. Mm -hmm. That's very good advice. Thank you, Terry. That was beautiful. So, Lindy, that's it for our show. We have to talk about wedding planning on our next episode. Yeah, maybe I'll get my wedding planner to come on and say how she's uh, doing all her stuff that she's doing and how my wedding's going and if it's even going to happen. I hope it will in October, so we'll see. It will. It will. We're going to manifest it. Positive vibes. Think about it happening. Visualize and it will happen. Yes. And I've been also reading a book about subconscious. So you program, plant the seeds in your subconscious, things will happen. So I've been doing that about the wedding and we'll go over everything from decor, DJ, uh, everything that we're setting up and how stressful it is and how we can help you figure out how to plan yours. I hated wedding planning. <laughs> And I'm sure I'm not the only person out there. So that would be a fun episode to do. Perfect. I'm looking forward to it. It is kind of annoying sometimes, but we'll go over everything for sure. So that's it for our show today, guys. Thank you all for tuning into Prosecco Party Podcast. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Prosecco Party Podcast. And follow us personally on Instagram, Lindy at Miss Health Nut and Isabel at Isabel Valoria. 
please do us a favor and subscribe, rate, and review our show wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you next time. And remember, life is short, so join the party. Cheers. <laughs>